You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome MLB.com Extras, the Atlanta Braves edition. I'm Dave Raymond with Mark Bowman. And Mark, here we are. The Braves clearly in that rebuild mode. Uh, you expect a lot of activity this week here? Yeah, you know, I, they've obviously kept themselves uh, uh, at the forefront of the rumors over the last few weeks with, with uh, Shelby Miller being the folks of many of those rumors. And, uh, yeah, I do expect him to, to continue to, to be included in talks because the Braves, you know, I... I don't know if it makes sense to, to move Shelby, and we can talk about that later, but at the same time, I do understand why they are at least, they, they recognize that he is their top trade piece. They recognize that there are teams that are looking for starting pitching. He can provide that frontline starter. They can at least see what they could get. You know, it, it's, they're probably going to have to be blown away to deal him. Right now is that you do your due diligence and see uh, what you can find. Well, the heck with it. Let's stay with it. Shelby Miller, don't bury the lead, right? I mean, he is the news, at least for right now, for the Braves, because uh, this, this starting pitching market is red hot. Now, obviously, there is pent-up demand. So maybe this is the time. Maybe they could really cash in. I'm not, I'm not saying that I would recommend one way or the other, but um, there is a chance, right, that they could, they could get a pretty good haul here. Do, do you sense any leading contenders in, in these conversations? Well, let's look at it. You, you've, you've seen that the Diamondbacks have definitely shown interest, even after Zach Greinke, after signing Zach Greinke to his big deal. Um, There's continuing to show interest. The Dodgers lose Zach Greinke. They need a. They, they may need to, another starting pitcher. Shelby Miller provides that type of guy. Are they willing to give up a Jock Peterson? You know, included in that deal, um, what remains to be seen. If the Braves do trade Shelby, they want. Not only a, a guy that can be an impact bat right now, but they need somebody, a starting pitcher, to come in and eat some of those innings that they would lose, um, you know, by, by trading Shelby. Okay, and they're clearly in a rebuild mode. Not, not terribly concerned with 2016. I mean, gearing up to the new ballpark. So, on the one hand, I guess you you might feel like you have a little bit of time. On the other hand, tick tock on a guy like Shelby, right? Exactly. Well. He, there's two different ways. Okay, you, you look at the year Shelby had, and it was a great year. You know, maybe you take that argument, hey, sell high on him now. But, but I'm going to go ahead and take that year that he had, a very impressive 302 ERA, over 33 starts, and I'm looking at his, his three years arbitration. He's going to make anywhere from 22 million to 30 million. Let's go high side. That's 10 million dollars AAV. Okay, now all of a sudden you see that Jay Happ got, you know, 12 million dollars a year, and you see the prices that Granky and David Price and you know, we know what the cost of pitching is. I think the Braves have to recognize that they have something special in Shelby Miller. Yes, they need to, they need a bat, but at the same time, you go get a bat, you don't know exactly what you're left with with the rotation. Because, yes, there are kids coming, but they're going to endure growing pains. And Shelby is a guy with Julio Tehran who can provide some stability over the next couple of years. Okay. Um, in the interim, they, they go get Bud Norris. Uh, you know, they're kind of piecing it together, passionate together, and it makes sense to me, right? Because you bring those guys in, you have a little stability, a little competitiveness uh, those first several months of the season, and then, ostensibly, a guy like Bud Norris could build some value, 
We're talking about the future, right? Maybe you flip him yeah. at the end of July. Yeah, you know, and the Braves did that this year. They flipped a lot of guys. I could see Bud Norris being that kind of guy, Jim Johnson again, yeah. uh, Eric Ibar, the shortstop that they are that they got in the Simmons deal to, to replace Simmons right away. Um, I, I can see all those types of guys. And with, with a Bud Norris, you know, he, he's coming in. You're, you're buying low on a guy like that. He's going to eat some innings for you, provide some, some experience to your young rotation. Uh, but at the same time, maybe you can provide, gain some value in him just like you did when you flipped Uribe, Juan, Juan Uribe and Kelly Johnson here uh, this past July. Okay, when, and when we start talking about potential value, guys they have, we've seen a handful of uh, franchises in recent years do a good job of, of getting value out of what they currently have. Uh, you know, Freddie Freeman's a guy who could ostensibly have great value to some teams out there. He could have great value to the Braves, for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. But what in the world is going on? I mean, is, what do we know about his wrist, his health? Well, we, we don't know a lot about his wrist, and that's why it, it did not make any sense when the, the Freddie Freeman trade rumors were floated at the beginning of this year. You know, yes, I do believe maybe the Braves made a call to see if somebody would be willing to bite and just to, to maybe gauge his market. Let, let's just say that. Uh, but he has no market right now. He, 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 you know, that wrist bothered him basically for the final four months of this regular season. And to, to add to that, the final week of the regular season, he, he basically missed because of the wrist. So now you go through an offseason, you say, oh, the doctors say he's fine. Okay, I don't know of a team out there that's going to say, hey, the doctor said he's fine. We're going to give him $118 million because the, because the doctor says he's fine, he's going to be able to deal with the daily grind. It doesn't work. The Braves need to just hope that the, an offseason worth the rest provides uh, Freeman a chance to, to get healthy for that wrist to be fine, and, and uh, he comes back and, and proves to be that middle of the line of threat that they need. Okay, so now we've either created or poked around all the rumors. <laughs> so, so let's get... <laughs> oh, let's, there'll be more there. Pop, oh, there pop. Will, this is the Braves. There will be more, but uh, so let's get down to what they need to get done. Uh, you know, you got a couple of days here. Everybody's in-house. Uh, let's wheel and deal a little bit. What is maybe the top couple priorities you see them trying to address? Let's start right there at the catcher's position because it's very interesting. With, with You go into this past season, and I'm sure at this time last year, you and I were talking, I say Christian Bethencourt is the catcher of the future, and now all of a sudden, less than two weeks into this regular season, they took the job away from him. He played a backup role for a while, went down to the minors for a few months. They bring him back up late August and say he's going to play for the rest of the season. Well, that lasted a week, too. They've already shown their cards with Christian Bethencourt. They don't really view him as their catcher of the future. The question is, can they get a Tyler Flowers, a guy that they've shown interest in, um, to, to go ahead and, and share the position with A.J. Przinsky this year? I don't think that Christian Bethencourt has a lot of trade value, but at the same time, I think what occurred last year um, is pretty much put an end to his time in Atlanta. If it, to go from the catcher position, let's go, let's go to third base. They need to find somebody to a left-handed bat to share the position with Adonis Garcia, a guy who showed power, unexpected power here uh, during the latter part of the season. Um, and they also want a right-handed hitting center fielder to share that position with Michael Bourne until Malik Smith is ready, which is probably sometime in July, or let's say mid-June to July. And, you know, primarily they're, they're still looking to add bullpen arms. Yes, they have some depth there. But, but they want more depth. They're looking for a, a setup type guy. That, you know, they, they poked around on Darren O'Day. They were interested, but at the same time, I think they, he was always a long shot. He, you know, he was probably more realistic for them than Ben Zobrist. You know, those are the two big guys that they poked around on. But uh, you know, maybe you're looking at uh, 
going and getting a, a Tyler Clippard or, or somebody else, and they want to get a lefty specialist as well. Uh, Jason Grilly uh, might might be healthy again, right? That yeah. would help a little bit. They do. It, it does seem like they have some pieces there that they could put together a decent. Board they board. do. They do, and I, you know, I have to credit them. You know, they're going to say Jason Grilly is going to be healthy. Jason Grilly has says he's going to be healthy, but at the same time, you got to protect yourself, and and I think that's what they're doing because you have Chris Withrow coming back from an injury who's going to fill some late innings um, for you. You've got Shea Simmons who's coming back from Tommy John surgery and Jason Grilly coming back at, you know, uh, 39, 40 years old from this Achilles injury, which, hey, look, he's come back from some significant injuries in the past. I'm not going to put it past him. But at the same time, you've got to do your uh, part as a team and provide, gain some insurance. And I think that's why they want to go out and get another arm, even though they've already gotten Jim Johnson and they, they bring in David Carpenter a non-roster as an in as a non-roster invitee he was their one of their top setup men just two years ago so um you know if, if his shoulder proves to be healthy you know there, there will be a lot of depth there and you know which will probably lead to more trade speculation yeah, at some time during yeah. the latter part of this season well jose ramirez right big jose, power arm yeah. right there yeah that's uh you know that's a real low risk you know a trade with the mariners where you just give up some cash and Go get a big arm and, and see what you have there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, a former Yankees prospect. They've had uh, some success with, with Vizcaino, his former Yankees farmhand teammates, uh, Arotis Vizcaino and uh, Manny Banuelos in, in their system. So uh, he'll be reunited with those guys. Okay, so as we wrap it up, your best guess leaving here on Thursday, the Braves make a couple of trades. Well, you know, I it, everything will be focused on Shelby Miller this week. And I... My whole thinking is that uh, Shelby Miller will be in the news all week. I do think they leave here with him, and, and maybe that's just because I, I, I'm looking ahead and saying, hey, look, go ahead and, and poke around. See if you can get a Jorge Soler or you know, one of these big bats, A.J. Pollock. But at the end of the day, you better remember that in two, you wanna, if you want to be competitive, move into that new stadium in 2017, you got to remember what you have with your rotation. You want to have Shelby Miller, Julio Tehran to, to provide some experience for Matt Whistler, Lucas Sims, you know, Sean Newcomb, whoever else is fitting in that, the young guys that are going to fill out that rotation. Okay, there you have it. Mark Bowman is not trading Shelby Miller <laughs> this week at the winter meetings. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. All right, Mark Bowman, MLB.com Extras, the Atlanta Braves edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 